Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hey, welcome to the COB on this Thursday afternoon. It's the 22nd of October. Great to be here with you. I'm Nadine Blaney here with David Scott. Scotty, how's the day? Um, it's great to be doing the podcast with you again. It's uh, been, been a while. I feel like <laughs> only a week or so, but uh, it feels it's been a while. It sure does. And uh, you're great with your uh, third cup of coffee today at this time of day. I don't know how you do it, but that's a conversation for another time. Uh, we saw a bit of juice, speaking of, coming into this local market by the end of the session. I'm not going to over egg it, but um, you know, better finish than perhaps would have been expected at about 10.30, 11 o'clock this morning with the chi 200 off by less than half of 1%. Yeah, with, uh, with US futures currently down about uh, three quarters of a percent uh, in the US S&P 500 and looking across the broader Asian region where I've got to say everything's down around about 1% at this stage to go and close down around about 0.4% is a pretty good result, all things considered. No thanks to the Aussie dollar as well, which had a big rally overnight, but it's off a little bit today, so maybe that provided a bit of help. Yeah, okay. Outperform- Forming the region, we'll take it. We'll take it on this Thursday afternoon ahead of what will be a really big US session in terms of earnings. We've got AT&T, we've got American Airlines, we've got Coca-Cola. So some of those main pandemic thematics to come out of the US session. Jobless claims as well. Um, when it comes to some of the performers today, Resolute Mining was the worst performer. It's had a bit of a change in CEO. Helios in AGM season. Uh, obviously, investors seeing something they like there. That share price was up close to 10% to end the session. But Oz Minerals coming in close second, hitting a nine-year high today, in part, you'd have to think, because of the copper price, but also its quarterly update. Quarterly update was uh, was pretty impressive. So not only lifting its guidance for, uh, for gold production, but uh, also reducing its, uh, you know, its guidance for, uh, for costs. So that's a massive thing for a miner. So to be able to go and deliver you know, two positives in one result, I'm not surprised to see the share price react the way it did. Crown out with, boy, a lot of news coming from its AGM in terms of uh, remuneration, in terms of endorsing of what the board is doing, having to answer some very difficult questions from shareholders about how it's behaved and all the bad behavior that's being brought up at the inquiry in New South Wales. Still though, share price up by 2.4%. MP1, some megaport in the wake of a sell down yesterday, making up some lost ground up by 2.26%. And um, yeah, interesting to see Kogan, Domino's Pizza, Zip, all in the group of market laggards, some of the worst performers. Yeah, of course, they're amongst the companies that uh, had the best performance uh, in the pre-pan or the post-pandemic period, I should say. Uh, so interesting to see a lot of the profit takings coming. We of course saw the uh, the update from Temple and Webster yesterday. Uh, that uh, you know caught a few people by surprise. Still a phenomenal result, but not enough to go and appease you no know, sky high expectations. So I wonder whether there's a bit of caution creeping in towards those companies that have done really well over the past few months. And even if it's not caution in you know, in regards to the overall overarching story. But you've got to think that there will be some 
just looking to lock in profits. I mean, Temple and Webster, yeah, down yesterday, further selling today, but up by close to 350% over the year. I mean, when does that temptation point start to kick in, especially with lots of unknowns in terms of the U.S. election in terms of the rising COVID case count overseas. Although you got to say we're doing really well here in Australia. Absolutely. So it's, uh, it's quite a phenomenal how well we're doing compared to what you see in the rest of the world. And we're coming into summer. We've got ourselves sorted from a fiscal standpoint. Uh, we've got the RBA likely to go and cut rates and, uh, and start quantitative easing in a couple of weeks time. So all things being equal, uh, we are looking at a much more attractive prospect than a lot of other places around the world, I must say. But if we take a look at uh, Auckland Airport, it uh, was out today, did well, even though it put out an update without guidance, talking about the difficulties clearly, but it outperformed, it beat expectations, share price up by 2.2% here in Australia. Why? Because they say in New Zealand, domestic travel. Now that stands in stark contrast to the travel situation here in Australia, doesn't it? Yeah, I must say that uh, anyone who follows me on Twitter would have probably seen that I was uh, in Adelaide for a little bit of period over the last weekend. And it's, uh, it's all very gloomy going to the airport and just you know both uh, Adelaide Airport and Sydney Airport and just seeing everything shuttered up and uh, you know, so few people around, not buzzing, no excitement that you'd normally expect to see at the airport. So uh, it just shows you the, the power when you actually start having internal travel, as you saw with the Auckland uh, International result today, uh, it is a re positive response. And, Hopefully, we can get the message here in Australia. Okay, we did a number, obviously, of great interviews on the channel today. I hate, I hate picking favorites. It's like choosing amongst my children. But yeah, one of my favorites today was Mary Manning. She's a PM at Ellerston Capital. She joined us uh, today. And that's after we've learned that Ant Group is going to be launching its $35 billion IPO after getting the final nod from the Chinese regulator. So, of course, this is the, the financial behemoth. Uh, that's looking to list. Um, it's an offshoot of Alibaba. We spoke with Mary Manning about uh, investing in China and her, her, you know, her message was blunt. You'd asked about Chinese consumers. She said, it's China tech. It's all about China tech. Yes, I was corrected very quickly, but uh, each their own. But uh, no, she uh, no, was very definitive about that. And look, who's to say that uh, no, to play that thematic of consumption and technology, uh, two of the strongest trends that you're likely to go and see in that part of the world for several decades to come. It seems like a pretty good place to go and sit, you've got to say. Hey, well, listen, she said that tech obviously relates to consumers. And I'm going to take Mary's word over yours when it comes to China. No offense, she runs uh, the funds there at Alliston Capital. If you'd like to listen to that interview where she goes into detail about the ascendancy of China and Chinese, uh, the Chinese economy and what uh, perhaps the U.S. election will mean in regards to that, uh, that trajectory that China is on, you can do so via the show notes. We also spoke with uh, High Pages. So High Pages is going to be listing. They launched their prospectus yesterday, spoke with the CEO and co-founder, Roby Sharon Zipster. It's pretty hot. I know you've used the services yourself, have you? Um, very infrequently, but uh, I do know what they're about. I know one of my. Oh, that's uh, right. You're handy. I know. I know. I know what. <laughs> I know. I know what. Uh, I know one of my mates uh, who doesn't have a, a lot of time to go and do renovations. Uh, basically, has bankrolled that company. I think for the past few years. So, uh, thanks to the other uh, listing valuation, you can probably thank one of my mates for that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, listen to the detail. We talk about valuation. We talk about what this money is going to fund in terms of growth, in terms of an expansion of. A high pages offering. It's worth a listen. You can get to that via the show notes as well. And then we had a power panel. 
Uh, it was fun. It was James Whelan from VFS Group, always good value, with Zach Riaz from Banyan Tree. Um, look, we talked about the U.S. election. We've got that presidential debate number two. It happens in the Asian time zone while we're trading tomorrow. I don't think that there's anything that those two can say now. Obviously, it will generate reams of copy, lots of headlines. U.S. media will be consumed by all of the antics. But I mean, I would think that most Americans have made their choice so far. You're wrong in terms of what Biad are going to say, because there's a mute button this time. Thank goodness. So uh, when they start talking over each other, mute, just beep, 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 beep. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, uh, to both, I think the, Trump's very happy both, both the mute, uh, mute button and, uh, and the debates are going to see. I think you're right, though. Um, I thought for a long period going back that uh, you know, it's such a you know, divisive election. Uh, I think a lot of people have already decided who they're going to vote for way before we've even discussed debates and like. So if you want to listen to that panel, you also get a couple of tips. Zach thinks that oil is the go-to commodity at this stage. James Whelan says it is copper. Speaking of copper, that's my segue to the stock of the day. I missed it earlier on, Oz Minerals, OZL is the ticker code. It uh, hit that nine-year high, as I mentioned today. We spoke with our two expert guests on the call, Carl Capwilingua from Think Markets and Gaurav Sodi from Intelligent Investor. Let's hear what Gaurav had to say first. We don't have a lot of um, copper producers uh, locally outside of BHP and Rio. Um, this one's, you know, it's a pure, it's more of a pure play. It's highly leveraged. I'm pretty bullish on gold as well. Um, obviously, it's got some gold exposure there. And looking at the technicals, so obviously I'd try and marry up the fundamentals and the technicals. The chart looked right. I knew there was a, a, an update coming out today. I was hoping it would uh, it would be pretty good. I think it was pretty good, actually. I think in, in pretty much... Uh, all cases, they um, they improved uh, their outlook, so that's uh, that's a positive, and uh, it's it seems to be doing pretty well at the moment. So, yeah, um, okay. you know, I'm, I'm obviously happy to buy it yesterday. I'm I'm just as happy to buy it today. I think this is actually a business that's demonstrated both operational nows yeah. and um, and good capital allocation, and that's rare in, so in a minor. So good management. I think so. That you'd have to give it to them. They've, yeah. they've technically they've operated things really well, and they've managed their cash flows and capital expenditure really well. Okay. Uh, that combination in a miner is rare, and it's and it's powerful. I, I would okay. actually back these guys. The, the new project mm -hmm. looks um, terrific, actually. Okay. And All I'm right. not convinced it's completely priced into the share price. I, I know it's had a big run up, right. but it can potentially um, get a Do lot larger. So I got that wrong. It was Gorav Soti. Finishing the thoughts there from Intelligent Investor and Carl Capulinga from Think Markets, uh, starting those thoughts on we'll Oz one Minerals. Small mistake. Oh, the thanks, first, the first time. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so tomorrow we get a flash manufacturing PMI here in Australia. Not likely to be market moving, but always good for a read. And then there's that U.S. presidential debate. So that will be what we're all listening to and talking about in the newsroom, no doubt. Shaking our heads, raising our fists, making a few noises. We'll see. Uh, we'll be speaking, though, about that with Ira Epstein. He's the director of Linen Associates at 8.30 a.m. We are on the official countdown 12 days until the presidential election. Also, Tony Keating, he's the CEO of Resat Health. He'll join us at 9.20. And we go through the day. Great panel for the call. Joan Bellew from Tribeca, Adam Dawes from Sean Partners. 
And uh, yeah, the afternoon looks jam-packed. We'll be speaking with uh, the CEO of On Market at 2 p.m. on Startup Daily. And we're looking forward as well to another edition of The Last Call. It starts at 4 p.m. Yes, am I allowed to go and say who our special guest is going to be on yeah, the sports side? Yeah, yeah, Yes, Mark Bosnich, former Socceroo, and I uh, played in a handful of I know, various uh, Premier League clubs will be joining us tomorrow, so looking forward to that one. I don't know if you sign up for the newsletter, COB. You should, because it's got some further thoughts on what we express here. But uh, it's always got a tweet of the day. This one's pretty good. It's got... Uh, Drake and uh, some pretty funny images saying 3,000 watches for staff bonuses, $10.8 million final payout for Ahmad Fahur. So this is in relation to the, uh, the CEO of Australia Post being asked to stand down or stand aside for the time being, Christine Holgate, after rewarding execs with $3,000 Cartier watches. Nothing like the public service going and ordering those, uh, those Cartier watches. I hope I know the taxpayer is very happy with that one. All right. Well, no doubt uh, we'll be hearing about that one tonight. Hey, Scuddy, it's been really good to be back on the potty with you. Exactly right. Looking forward to doing it tomorrow. Hopefully, yeah, no, I think we'll, do, uh, you know, we'll have uh, Gemma on as well. So we are uh, Yeah. Our, okay. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs>